Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy as Declan Kruger walks right past us as we sit here at the Stingray Studios in West Edmonton. Mall. It is Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. If you're not close to one of those, check them out online, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. My name is Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas alongside with me today as we're going to talk all things fantasy sports for the next 53 minutes, give or take, before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell on the Lowdown with Low Tida. If you are tuning in on your AM radio and you're about to head inside, might I recommend checking out the iHeartRadio app, sports1440.ca, Radio Player Canada, or tune in. All of those services are available if you're looking to stream us as you walk into your house. I think you can even just say, hey, Google, play Sports 1440. It'll say, playing Sports 1440, because it can't say 1440. Great robot impression. They, <laughs> who do you think voiced that guy? It was me. I don't do Siri though. That was someone else. But uh, <laughs> they'll get you there also. So there's plenty of ways to tune in. And if you ever miss a show, you know maybe you want to go back and point out our failures or our success. You can always check out Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, the, Amazon. Yeah, we're on Amazon Podcast as well. I subscribed to that for a month. It was free, but it was cool. But I also have a like Apple, so I just didn't see the point in continuing it. But if you are on uh, Amazon, we're there as well. Great show coming up for you today. We'll talk uh, NFL, NHL, maybe some NBA, maybe some LeBron, ML- Unstoppable. Well, I was going to say MLB free agency, but yeah, yeah, we can talk about LeBron. I saw a tweet last night. It was like, thank God LeBron's 30 and he'll be done soon. Not the case. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Cold takes. Not good. Yes, uh, lots going on in the sporting world. Uh, the NBA in-season tournament. Kind of a, a, a unique concept. I think it's kind of cool. I don't know how much like prestige will go alongside with winning it, but the Lakers, they might be on their way. How about those Pacers, though? Tyrese Sup- Halliburton. Yeah, they're is kind he, of a cool story. Is he next? Is he next up? I mean, we were talking about Larry Legend yesterday as he celebrated his birthday. He's still an executive there with the Pacers. Maybe this is because he's done it all. We were looking like rookie of the year, NBA all first team, MVP, playoff MVP, champion. Now he wants to add NBA in-season tournament to his resume (laughs) because he has to. That's Larry Legend. Uh, 1-833-401-1440 is the text line if you want to send in. Imitation Tom says, Connor, blood of my blood. How about that Ezekiel Elliott guy? 27 fantasy points last night. And to think I also sat, almost sat him. Yeah, I mean, he's got the goofiest helmet in the league. And when that visor comes off, it looks even funnier. But Zeke, feed him. I said it when we were at the brew house last night. It was, uh, is Zeke back? I don't think so. My initial my initial <laughs> response is no. Uh, but he sure looked good last night. I mean, hey, getting uh, RB1 reps. The Patriots stunned the Steelers. In what was a surprisingly entertaining football game. Yeah, we were like, just take the under. It's going (laughs) to suck. Uh, The Patriots got that big lead early on and just held off the Steelers long enough. Like, it seemed like the Steelers had 15 chances in the last quarter to try to march down the field and get a win. The the, the Steelers game was really encapsulated by their their last chance. you know, for or but not the last drive when they ran out of time, but the drive previously turned the ball over on downs. It's fourth and two, and you're taking a deep shot down the sidelines into double coverage. I I have loved Mitch Trubitsky since he was drafted, mostly uh, against pundits uh, because, you know, the numbers and the results do not really stack up uh, apart from basically that one season with the Bears when their defense was unbelievable. 
Um, but yeah, like, yikes. That, that this, the decision-making there does not seem to uh, compute. And this, that's a win the Steelers needed, man. They're not only a game above 500. Uh, only six days ago, they were 7-4. and four. And really, I mean, I don't necessarily hate that if you're throwing it up to like a George Pickens, maybe, you know, a Mike Williams, DeAndre Hopkins. But you're throwing it up to Deontay Johnson, who, great player, listed at 5'10". I don't, that might be generous. Like, I just, I don't like the percentages there when you're doing that play, you know, if that's your option. But, hey, good on the New England Patriots. Uh, Johnson, we talked about him. We weren't too sure about him. Three receptions, 57 yards, and a touchdown. That's a quality start for you. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, as mentioned, 22 carries, 68 yards, touchdown through the air, 72 yards receiving. Hunter Henry, a couple touchdowns as well. If you had him starting at tight end, well done. You done good. Even Bailey Zappi, really, three touchdowns, 240. Can't uh, complain about that too much. Mitch Trubisky, on the other hand, not great. The Steelers' running game, awful, awful in reality. Calvin Austin had the 112-yard run, but outside of that, they averaged under three yards per carry. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris basically doing nothing. And it really just goes to show you, you know, all those people that mock the Chargers for only beating the Patriots 6-0. Patriots, good team. You know, Chargers need a little bit more respect on their name. Uh, Gavin Turnick will join us in about 13 minutes time. Of course, uh, Oilers Nation, he's got some of the best parlays I've ever seen. And uh, we'll get his advice on fantasy football as well. Who should you be starting? I'm sure for a lot of people out there, this would be a big matchup in fantasy football as the playoffs loom. You're trying to secure your spot or stay alive. For me, I I think I'm just giving up and I might just have some fun with it and make some uh, crazy starts and see what happens. Might have to bench Austin Eckler. Because there are reports coming out of Los Angeles that Joshua Kelly might get a few more reps this week. Uh, Austin Eckler doesn't look like the same player. And if the Chargers had given him money, the big contract extension he wanted, they would have looked foolish, as would have any team that would have traded for him. So that's uh, just another knock against the running back union. But at the same time, hey, on a one-year deal, look at Ezekiel Elliott, right? They can still pay off every once in a while. It's it's the, the plug-and-play uh, approach to running backs. You know, there are those few guys, the Christian McCaffreys, usually the Derrick Henry. Like, there are certain players that exceed it, but for the most part, it, it's it's a plug-and-play position at this point because the ball's thrown so much, and yes, you do still need a viable run game, um, but you don't necessarily need an elite running back to have that. So if you just have a couple different guys that you can rotate the ball around to, you can still be very effective with it. Uh, like the Niners, even before they got CMC, and yes, it took them to the next level when they brought that guy in, but it uh, it's proven to work. And uh, the guys like Eckler kind of, uh, once again, just like you said, Connor, showing that uh, we should not be handing out uh, big, big money, uh, especially on term, to, to the running back position. That's it. I, I'm okay with these guys getting paid, but I don't know if I want to give long-term uh, after that first contract. We, we should have a little bit of fun with this one. Uh, there was a private jet flying out of Santa Ana, California, heading towards Toronto. It's like the most searched plane right now because why else would you track flights? I, I do like to track flights. I have the radar on my phone, and when a plane goes over my head, I like to see where it's going. A lot of flights up to Fort McKay. But uh, this one right now, it's... it's. I wonder you know, what they're going there for. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. night, there's just a flying, flight going in, flight coming back. What's going on there? And it's being tracked by a lot of people. There have been many people making the correlation that Shohei Otani will join the Toronto Blue Jays. I think we've got champagne in the fridge in case that does happen. 
I saw a bunch of conspiracies like, you know, he signed with the angels on this day uh, in Japanese culture. It's considered a day of good luck. So this is the day he'll make his decision. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with this one, but it, if if it happens, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be losing my mind in here. Uh, just to add fuel to these flames, uh, the rumor that UC Kikuchi uh, booked a restaurant uh, reservation for about 50 people <laughs> but, um, in Toronto. But uh, might be his wife's birthday dinner. Also, <laughs> might be the wife's birthday dinner. So, you know, that's, that's what's great about rumors. I, I, and the, and these are rumors that don't hurt anybody. No, they're they're fun rumors. <laughs> Could lead to a lot of disappointment <laughs> if all of a sudden that flight like takes a dip down to uh, and it lands in Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee <laughs> could be could be something. But uh, it it would be interesting. And then you know all of a sudden we're talking fantasy baseball because gotta take Shohei. How does this affect Bo? Who who's going to be uh, lining up behind Shohei in the batting order? It'll be a lot of fun if it happens, but we're, we'll keep you updated. The plane's not re- expected to land for another three hours, so my math tells me that'll be during the Jason Greger show, uh, and the month of giving will be continuing. Uh, we will also be doing a little bit of a giveaway via the Canadian Brew House. I'll tell you about that in our next segment. Uh, if you have kids that might want to get out there and see Santa this weekend, highly recommend you do this one because uh, it could be a very good time at uh, one of the Brew House locations. We'll talk about that uh, before we get to Gavin Turnick coming up in the next segment, Rodrigo says, Hey guys, this is Rodrigo. I'm fighting to stay alive. In my playoff spot. Three of us are fighting to get in. I don't, I know I don't have running backs, but who would you suggest for wide receiver cooks Metcalf or even Jacoby Myers? So Brandon cooks DK Metcalf or even Jacoby Myers. I mean, to me, it's, DK Metcalf all day huge coming off a huge game um it's like he he is one of the most talented guys it's he's a very frustrating fantasy player because there are weeks where he'll like go off even in the first couple drives but then won't get a target for like two more straight quarters yeah uh, and then tries to pour it on at the end as the Seahawks are chasing something so like I know it firsthand. Uh, I've been a, a longtime owner of him. Uh, even in some redraft leagues, I'm always drawn to picking him because the, the skill set is so tantalizing. Um, going up against the Niners is obviously a tough matchup. I would think Shaverius Ward will be uh, draped all over him for most of the afternoon. Uh, but you can't really discount what Brandon Cooks has done in the last number of weeks as well, especially the fact that, yes, they're playing the Eagles, but we saw that their secondary is is pretty suspect um, after what the Niners did to them, and he's not the top guy, so he probably won't get the primary attention that will be focused on CeeDee Lamb. You can't go wrong with either option. Definitely not Jacoby Myers, uh, which you just said uh, after the fact. Um, but I, I, I think I'd lean Brandon Cooks. I'm going to be starting both of them in my league. They're, <laughs> they're both the uh, uh, wide receivers where I have, even with Jefferson back. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to be starting both of them. I think I like Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I mean, I just, I look at DK Metcalf and like you, you see what he can do. And in my mind, Pete Carroll should be like looking at last Thursday's game saying, we got to feed this guy. Do the this every yeah. play. Like it's, he's a monster. He ran the fastest. Was it 23 miles per hour? Yeah. Like get him the ball. You know, when you see that safety creep in, I'm like looking at DK, 
okay, you're either going, you're taking the top off or running a quick slant. You're getting it in Excel. Like, just go. He he takes elements from every good type of receiver and puts them into one. He has, like I said, he can run just as fast as Tyreek Hill. Is he as good at maybe, uh, you know, like agility route running? Maybe not. But in terms of top end speed, yes. But he's also a monster. So whether it is across the middle and taking hits to make catches, going up for balls, like he has the size to do that too. Like he really is a... If you were to build a wide receiver in a lab, he would be pretty close to what he'd be coming out with on the other end, uh, the combination of speed, uh, size, and skill. So I love DK Metcalf. I just think matchup-wise, Cooks might be a a higher point output choice because, like I said, despite what Metcalf can do, the Seahawks don't just repeatedly give him the ball like they should on every second pass. Yeah, and uh, we're, we'll ask Gavin Turnick about that. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Cowboys fan. So we'll we'll have to take that into account. Bias when we get him on, uh, as is our good friend Trent Wilhawk of Wilhawk Beef Jerky Cowboys fans. That's going to be a fantastic Sunday nighter. Eagles Cowboys, uh, a lot on the line too. So going to be a fun game. Just just looking into Brandon Cooks here. I mean, he's funny when you look at his career statistics. So it's like he he doesn't stick around anywhere too long, but he always has success. Um, Going back about four weeks, he had a lot of targets against the Giants. That's when they just beat up on them. But the last few weeks, he's averaging about four, but he's so productive in those targets. Uh, touchdowns in the last two games here. So, you know, like I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad start either. DK Metcalf, obviously coming off the big game. I just want to grab his uh, recent game. So he gets targeted in the last four weeks. He's been targeted 12 times, nine times, nine times, eight times. So they are trying to get in the ball in one game that only resulted in 32 yards before that though, 98 yards, 94 yards. And then last week, 134. So the Seahawks have lost all those games, but <laughs> they're finding ways to get in the ball. So I don't think yeah, it's, I, the, I lean DK. The numbers certainly lean towards DK. You're a hundred percent. Call this one a hunch maybe. I yeah. Guess. I don't know. And I'll be, I, I do want to ask Gavin about it. Uh, not only about Brandon Cook's viability this weekend, but also a, a discussion that took over our, our text line earliest week, earlier this week here on the show. And Dak Prescott's, uh, you know, MVP um, caliber play. Is it, is it Dallas bias? Are we biased because it's Dallas's team? And uh, Gavin, being a Cowboys fan, will certainly be able to give us an unbiased opinion on that. So I, I've got lots of good uh, good questions queued up for Gavin here. Yeah, we've got uh, Stanzi and then an unnamed texter. We'll get to those questions, throw them Gavin's way. We'll discuss it when we come back. Uh, you are listening to Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. We're back on Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Text line 1-833-401-1440. Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas along with you today. The mall shoppers showing up. We're getting close to that time of year. Might I recommend a little Wilhawk Beef Jerky gift card? Best beef jerky in Canada. I'll take it a step further. Or Connor, here's my suggestion. Uh, if you're maybe not as much in the giving spirit, but you're here at the mall to do your shopping. And um, you're kind of thinking, you know what? I'm going to save the beef jerky for myself. Grab a bag. That's the perfect thing to have at your side as you're making around the mall, arounds around the mall uh, to be a little snack for you. You need protein. You, you got a protein load. If you're if like, there's a lot of steps to make to walk this mall. I mean, it is, it is the West Edmonton mall. Which, if you grew up in Edmonton, it's just the mall. It's the mall, yeah. apparently. 
Uh, I learned that lesson the hard way. I was ridiculed for when I would always call it Wham or West Edmonton Mall. It's just the mall. Uh, so yeah, grab some beef jerky. Maybe grab a gift card if you're feeling generous, uh, stocking stuff or whatever the case, and uh, and treat yourself and treat others because it is, like Connor said, not just the best in Alberta. I'll say it. Best in Canada. Nay. The world. <laughs> the world. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I was walking through. There's always hockey tournaments going on down at the rink. I saw some kids warming up by the uh, body shop. I was going uh, to the dollar store to get us a Baja Blast for the third segment, you know, kick the weekend off for you. And kids are warming up in the hall. There was a group of moms that were like, where do we even go? (laughs) We can just walk in shop. Like they were so happy to be in the mall. So come on down, maybe swing by the 1440 studio. Uh, We've got a lot of bottled water for you. Keep you hydrated. If you want a, a little gift from us, we can probably make that happen. Maybe I'll take a couple bottled uh, waters out on the road and find these, uh, Groups of uh, moms that need a little direction around the mall are happy to uh, give them a bottle of water, give them some advice on what's the best places to check out, see what uh, they're up to for the afternoon. 100%. All right. Okay. Well, we are going to get to our fantasy wizard, Gavin Turnick of Oilers and Nation, the Nation Network, brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Join the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chance to win a trip or two to the Super Bowl. But our good friend Patty gave me a call just before the show today, and uh, they want to do something nice. They want to help out people around town that, you know, might want to get into the Christmas spirit. So this Sunday, down at the Jensen Lakes location of the Canadian Brewer House, that is 105-840 St. Albert Trail, in St. Albert, obviously. They've got Santa's Luncheon going from 1 to 5, and uh, the funds raised in this go to the Stollery. Great cause, great charity, and they definitely want to help send some people. So someone, I can tell you exactly who, Adam Richardson from Tempest Fire Protection, bought 10 passes, and he wanted to send people. He can't make it, so he wants to send some people. So if you do want to go down to Santa's Lunch at the Canadian Brew House, uh, text us in right now. Just text in the word Christmas. It's a simple one. Uh, when you go there, each child will receive a free Santa hat, cotton candy, activity book, and a free kids meal membership card, which runs for six months. CBH, how do they do it? Six months of free kids meals? If I had kids, which thankfully I don't because I don't think I'd do a very good job, um, that's awesome. Feeding your kids for free? I might be acting like a kid. I I mean, I will not lie to you. Can you on, go in with your parents? Yeah. On Skip the Dishes, I've ordered kids meals all the time. Because how do they know? <laughs> now <laughs> you're going to find out. How do they know? Yeah. Like gonna... that that's, uh, Ricky Gervais uh, scene when he's trying to order the, the fish and beans for himself. But the waitress says, uh, you can't order that. It's for kids. He's like, but I just want a smaller portion. He's like, but it's priced for kids. Well, no, it's priced that way because it's a smaller portion. And it goes back and forth for quite some time. Uh, if you're not familiar, worth a, a good laugh to check that one out. There you go. So uh, text in Christmas to one 401 Uh Like we said, this is supporting the Stolleries. And Patty said he'll uh, maybe even buy you a beer if you want to go down there and take little Johnny or little, I don't know, Jilly. Johnny and Jilly. There you go. Basic names. You're all over it. Yeah. Text into Christmas and we'll uh, we'll hook you guys up with that one. We might give some to uh, the Lowdown Flow Tide as well. They can offer some up, uh, but we certainly want to get people out to this event because it is great and uh, got to get into the holiday spirit here. We now bring in Gavin Turnick of Oilers Nation. Gavin, good morning. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing good, fellas. Happy Friday. What a weekend ahead in sports. Obviously, I already touched on it. The Cowboys, biggest game of the season is Sunday night football. I'm not even a, I also, I'm not even a Blue Jays fan, but I'm excited for this Otani news to drop today as well. So it's a good weekend in sports for sure. Oh, there is a, a lot of potential going on here, and we appreciate you coming on today. Uh, okay, so first things first, I just want Lance said, can you just tell Gavin I appreciate him? So Lance appreciates you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you, Lance. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, now, Stanzi had one that came in earlier on. He says, nice to have Gavin give this answer. I played slow pitch with his dad on the Nahaka... <laughs> Nahaka Hides? Nahaka Hides. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Great team it's pretty, name. It's pretty phonetic. I, I was hoping that you could get that one for us, Gavin. Okay, so here's the question. He said, I sold at the deadline, but have an outside shot at making the playoffs still. I need a quarterback. I have Carr at the moment. Who should I pick up? And I will say the, the last thing he says is options aren't good. Flacco, Winston, DeVito, Wilson, Beathard, or Ritter. Flacco, Jameis Winston, Tommy DeVito, Wilson, Beathard, Ritter. That has to be Zach Wilson, right? Like Russ Wilson is own. It's got to be Zach Wilson. Gotta be. Who doesn't want to play, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Oh, boys, my first thing I got to say to this. Um, you might be in a little bit of trouble. Like, if I'm going on a limb here, I'm probably going with a James, a James Winston because we've seen, him, we've seen him fling around the rock pretty well throughout his NFL career. But based on his other options, man, I, I, you're pretty limited. Like, I'm assuming same thing. I'm assuming it's Zach Wilson. If it was Russ Wilson, that'd be a half-down drop, a 10 out of 10. Um, but, yeah, out of those games, you're probably rolling James Winston here, unfortunately. Now, we also have one in here from Derek. Lots of, lots of questions coming in about football. It is a crucial time. Uh, Derek says, hey, guys, I picked up Dawson Knox on waivers, and he's trending towards playing in PPR. Is he too risky to start over Meyer of the Raiders? So Michael Meyer, rookie tight end versus Dawson Knox. PPR. Uh, yeah, I kind of like I like Mayer here. I know that situation is not ideal with the Raiders, but – Knox is kind of scary to me. I'm probably rolling Meyer in this spot, even though it's even with it being PPR. I like Meyer here. He has shown the ability to get touchdowns in the past. I know it's kind of been slim to none, um, obviously being a being being a top pick in this past NFL draft. But yeah, that's also a hard one. I'm probably going Meyer here over Knox. Uh, Katie asks full point PPR. Two of the out of the three here. We've got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Devontae Adams. I just want to say, Katie, I am envious of your wide receiver core. But uh, Debo, Ayuk, or Adams, who do you think, Gavin? Debo, 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 10 times out of 10. Because obviously in that San Fran offense, there are a lot of mouths to feed. But the thing that's really good about Debo Samuel is his ability to run the football. And we seen that last week as well because he had three touchdowns. He even, he even worked in a rushing touchdown. So San Fran is finding ways to get him the football in the running attack as well. So, obviously, Devontae Adams has been extremely, extremely inconsistent throughout this year. Obviously, Ayuk is, is in a good position as well in the San Francisco Fortnighters offense, but I love Debo in the spot just based solely on the fact that he can run the football as well. Gavin Taranik from The Nation Network, a part of uh, Oilers Nation and coming in hot podcast uh, as well. Gavin, uh, I mentioned it to you. I've got a bunch of Cowboys questions queued up for you. We'll loop back to one week. Connor and I already touched on from Rodrigo, but uh, in a battle for the final wide receiver spot on a starting roster this weekend, uh, Brandon Cooks or DK Metcalf? Connor and I kind of came out on opposite sides of this. Uh, what are your thoughts? In my unbiased opinion, I still got to roll Brandon Cooks here, guys. The Philadelphia Eagles allow the 32nd most fantasy points to wide receivers. And also Dallas this week is going to rely heavy on the passing attack because the Philadelphia Eagles front seven is no joke, obviously, with guys like 
uh, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, and rookie Jalen Carter. They're going to clog up the middle. They're going to force Dallas to attack in the air. And we saw back in week nine, Dak had over 350 yards passing. So they're going to rely heavy on the passing game. And also the Philadelphia Eagles, they like, they like playing in a cover three scheme, which Dak is extremely, extremely good against. Okay. But the, uh, in a cover three scheme, you need to let the play to develop. So it's all going to come down to can they give Dak Prescott time? Because we saw Hassan Roddy did give Terrence Steele and Tyler Bionich some trouble back in week nine. But if they can figure that out, I think Dak and Brandon Cooks are going to have a hell of a, hell of a night on Sunday Night Football. And uh, I think anybody that is an owner of Dak Prescott is starting him in their fantasy lineup at this point of the season. He's been tremendous this year. Uh, so I wanted to float this one to you anyway, Gav. As a Cowboys fan, in your biased opinion, where do you realistically stack Dak Prescott up in the MVP race this season? Yeah, so obviously I've been watching Dak since he's entered the league in 2016, and this is hands down without a doubt the best football I've ever seen for play on the football field. He's taken over games. I'll use that, I'll use that last game on Thursday Night Football against the Seattle Seahawks for an example. We do not win that game if Dak Prescott is not playing at the caliber that he is right now. Like I said, this is the best football I've ever seen him play. I'm going into each game, like, like for an example, use this week for an example. I'm going, in, I'm going into Sunday Night Football, all too confident that we're going to take care of business at home against the Eagles just because of how good Dak Prescott is playing. So I, I, I do think he's a front-runner for MVP, obviously, and throw a guy like Jalen Hurts into the mix, Brock Purdy as well, based on his last game against the Eagles. And obviously you can't discredit Lamar Jackson. But out of those four guys, I like Dak's chances. What I think is going to come down to, though, if the Dallas Cowboys can take the division, if they can take the NFC East, I think MVP is locked up for Dak Prescott. Gavin Ternick from The Nation Network uh, joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Brandon Douglas, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440. Uh, last one for me for you, Gavin. Uh, this one coming in from Jordan on the text line. Uh, asking about a quarterback dilemmas facing this weekend. Jordan Love uh, on a very good hot streak with the Packers or Justin Herbert, who, despite the Chargers uh, with a big win, as Connor uh, put it, a defensive standout performance against the Patriots, uh, Justin Herbert not really slinging the ball uh, much in terms of fantasy perspective. So between Herbert and Love, who do you like this weekend? Yeah, because I know Herbert has been in consideration. Like, do you even drop Justin Herbert at this point? But based on uh, between Jordan Love and Justin Herbert, I'm probably still going on Herbert here. Obviously, it's hard for me to kind of buy into the Jordan Love hype, uh, even though, like you like you just said, Brandon, that he has been performing pretty well. But I like Herbert here. I like his weapons a hell of a lot more with the Chargers and in, 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 like with uh, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, even though Eckler isn't playing 110% at this specific time. But I'm still rolling Herbert here over Jordan Love. I want to I wanna believe. And, I mean, Joshua Palmer has to get back for Justin Herbert. That's a big thing. Like, I watch his Chargers offense. These receivers, I, I don't know who they are. Uh, Keenan Allen's routes, with all due respect, take about five seconds to develop. And Austin Eckler, I mean, he's running slower than offensive linemen at this point. So, I mean, I, Josh Palmer's got to come back. Uh, if Quinton Johnson can hang on to the football in key situations, that would go a long way, too. But uh, as a Chargers fan, I'm, I'm glad you made that answer. Uh, we've got Gavin Turnick joining us here of the Nation Network on fantasy frenzy any questions one 401 is the way to get a hold of us uh, we had this one come in from timbo I, I don't think brandon asked you this one uh rasheed rice versus puka nakua i mean i know where i'm going but what do you think gavin I like Puka here. Obviously, this is he's had one of the best rookie seasons in terms of wide receivers throughout the entire of the, of the NFL. 
I love Puka. He is so effective in the LA Rams in the LA Rams passing game. Obviously, Rice hasn't playing well, and quite frankly, he has Patrick Mahomes, who is, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the NFL. But I love Puka here. Obviously, Cooper Cup hasn't banged up, so Puka is getting those. Uh, he's he's getting a couple more looks over the uh, last course of a couple weeks as well. Slurpy Sean says, "Is Keaton Mitchell a league winner? What do you think about that one? That's a deep cut." That, that, yeah, that's a tough one. I actually did pick up Keenan Mitchell as well, ju- just in case, just in case that he does develop into something for the Baltimore Ravens. But league winner, I'm probably not giving him uh, that credit just to yet. Now, Gavin, uh, the Edmonton Oilers in action tonight. Obviously, uh, for the daily fantasy people, there might be some questions, you know, around this team. We all, we all saw the offensive output they had against the Carolina Hurricanes earlier on this week. Uh, if you're going daily fantasy. Who who are the must-haves in this Oilers lineup? I guess you got to factor in cost as well. Yeah, I know for sure. Um, daily fantasy lineup, I'm looking at Seward Skinner between the pipes because over his last five games, guys, his goals against average is 1.58. He's rocking a 9.43 save percentage during that span. Also, he has a shuttle work there in there as well. So I love Seward Skinner between the pipes. Obviously, he has shown over the last five games that he is the number one net minor that the Edmonton Oilers have been looking for. That we've seen last year when he put up all sort of quality numbers. So I'm confident starting Stuart Skinner tonight. All right, Gavin. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, this weekend, I mean, your full attention is going to be locked on Cowboys-Eagles, I assume? Oh, yeah. yeah most definitely, you guys. It's, uh, it, it's going to be a fun week. Like I said, I'm confident just because we got Dak Prescott under center and we're at home. Um, I was looking past the uh, – uh, we won the last five games at home against the Eagles, so remember that stat on the Benny front as well. Bet responsibly, know your limits, of course, but be confident in the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Now, here is one last question. We, I, I was going to let it go. Ricky Cheese, Ricky Cheese says, hey, I got a question for Gavin, and then he followed up with, you got to ask him this. So I have to ask you, <laughs> it's a hockey question. Pierre-Luc Dubois and Leon Dreisaitl for Stutzla and Giroux. Who wins? It's funny that he asked this because I actually did this trade in one of my leagues that I'm, uh, I'm in here with. So that's the whole reason they're throwing a little bit of shade because I actually did indeed, unfortunately, trade Leon Dreisaitl. I have a little bit of a soft spot, obviously, for the Ottawa Senators because I do produce a Ottawa Senators show. So that's the whole reason why buddy asked that because I did end up trading Leon Dreisaitl this week, unfortunately. Well, I mean, hey, pointless in a 5-1, 6-1 victory? Like, what's going on with that? I, I guess you can justify it. <laughs> Uh, so, so awesome. <laughs> All right, Gavin. Well, thanks a lot for doing this today, buddy. We'll get you back on soon. Yeah, thanks, Connor. Take care, guys. There you go. That is Gavin Turnick of Oilers Nation coming in hot sense. He uh, helped us get Bobby Ryan on the Jason Greger show yesterday, and Bobby Ryan was so funny and so good. And then he tweeted after the fact. He's like, I had no idea. I just did an appearance with Ted Hitchcock from... Uh, Shorzy. Shorzy. Of course, Terry Ryan, our co-host. <laughs> he did the interview with Terry Ryan, but he didn't He didn't know. He didn't look it up. So after he was like, that's amazing. So we're going to have to have him back on so they can talk a little Shorzy. Of course, uh, TR's filming right now. Uh, some big scenes. I just finished up the season, season two, a couple nights ago. And I got to recommend Shorzy for like, 
for anyone. It's funny, uh, you know, for the the hockey players and the hockey fans, there's a lot of relatable content, but that little bit where he goes, hmm, after yeah. he asks a question, hmm? is one of the funniest things. And I feel like after, like after filming, they just drop them in randomly when, you know, when the situation had uh, a chance to do it. So funny. In, in my opinion, the best comedies are ones that the funniest things are kind of subtle and low-key. Like, yeah, there's some great like one-liners and things like that. But it's just the subtle things that really get me going in, in terms of laughing, enjoying a comedy. And Shorzy is riddled with them. It's everywhere. Uh, Jared Kiso is a brilliant guy. And uh, I'll be honest, Connor, you're just you're late to this party, man. Uh, I know. First week of September when we were debuting the station and, uh, you know, the announcements that TR is co-hosting and talking about because I was right when season two was dropping, um, I think, in this first or second week that we were on air. I, I could not stop pumping the tires. Uh, I've been waiting for season two for like it, the second I finished season one. It, it was that funny and I've enjoyed it that much. So uh, yeah, if everybody listening, if you have not checked it out yet, it is just that one show alone worth the subscription to Crave to uh, to check it out because it is gut busting funny. Well, and, and that's what I like. We had to wait for Black Friday to justify getting Crave, although Crave is phenomenal. Like you've got HBO. You got to get the the entire Crave package because I'm going to rewatch Game of Thrones. I know you're doing I'm, that I'm right now. I'm in the midst of it right now, and it's pretty much ruining my life. I'm going to rewatch Sopranos at some point. I'm going to watch a bunch of stuff. So we justified it. We got the yearly package. Uh, Shorzy for sure is a good one. I, I like shows where, you know, they film it, they do it, and then you you hear opportunities for jokes, and they add it in. I'm starting to notice that with like a lot of like Seth Rogen movies, like where the joke will come from off camera, and it's like they they thought of that after the fact and put it in there. So, yeah, that's the Shorezy ones. Hmm? <laughs> so good. Uh, that was our Fantasy Wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. And in case you are just tuning in, I mentioned it beforehand. Uh, Patty reached out to me this Sunday down at their. Jensen Lakes location in St. Albert, St. Albert Trail, 840. If you want to go to this, uh, they've got the Santa's Luncheon, raising money for the Stollery. Uh, Patty's offering up free tickets. So uh, we've already hooked up a couple people there to go to this event. Uh, It also comes, you know, Santa's going to be there. There's going to be cotton candy, activity book, and you get a free kid's meal membership card. So, uh, I mean, that alone is fantastic. You get six months of uh, taking the kids to the CBH for free food. Then you can come and join uh, Brando and I for Monday and Thursday night football. That's winding down, but we're going to be at the AFC-NFC championship game down at the Ice House, which is going to be a blast. The Ice House is massive. I've only been on the rooftop patio until I went down there, and uh, now I'm thinking I might have to go check out the the CBH, the Ice House, tomorrow before the Edmonton Oil Kings game because something big is going on down at the Oil Kings game. Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. We've got a couple more passes to that event at Jensen Lake. So if you wanted to uh, take the kids out to a fantastic cause, see Santa, get some pictures, have a great bite to eat, let me know. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. We'll hook you up with some passes for that, courtesy of Patty at the Canadian Brew House. We'll tell you what's coming up uh, this weekend down at Rogers Place with the Oil Kings. We've got. The month of giving continuing on. One of my favorite charities today. And also, of course, the Lowdown with Low Tide. And then the Gregor Show. We'll get to that when we come back. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. Hallie and Douglas on Sports 1440. An absolute banger. We had to get that one in. We're putting the positive vibe. Shohei Otani, are you on your way to Toronto to sign a massive eight-year billion-dollar contract? Let's hope so because it would be awesome unless you're, you know, 
a Red Sox, Mariners, Yankees fan in town, and you don't want to see that happen. But I'm going to speak on behalf of the Jays fans. Please let it be. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Um, uh, just one more time, I'm going to throw it out there. If you want to head out to the Canadian Brewhouse Jensen Lakes location on Sunday between 1 and 5 to meet Santa with a kid, let us know. Text in Christmas to 1-833-401-1440. Uh, we had someone who had to bail, so we've got an extra one up for grabs. Uh, could be a great little way to watch a little football, see Santa, get into the spirit. Maybe uh, you get a little chocolate cake. That'll just be my recommendation. Last night, uh, Brandon and I were out at the Ellerslie location. We had pizza and your sister and her boyfriend, also named Brandon, came out and got some garlic fingers. Yeah, it's uh, apparently in the CBH app, which I was not aware of. Uh, if you're in the app and it's your birthday that month, you can like claim a coupon for a free set of uh, garlic knots or is that what garlic fingers? I think so. Garlic fingers. Um, yeah, they were great. We kind of had that as a little appetizer. Um, yeah, my sister and uh, her boyfriend, I was not expecting them to to join us, but they did. It was a very pleasant surprise. Because uh, usually I just watch the games by myself and uh, kind of, you know, chop it up with some other people that are there to check it out. But we had a full table last night between uh, you dropping in, uh, Brandon and Rael, and good drinks, great food. The pe- We got some leftover pizza to enjoy for lunch right after the yeah. show here today, as well as some Baja Blast, Baja Blast uh, here is in, the, flowing. in the studio as well. It's it's Friday, baby, and the show, hey, we're going to get the vibes going. Uh, the Santa or the Christmas thing at the brew house on Sunday, all of it. It's uh, things are it's shaping up to be a great weekend, how to just put it that way. Certainly is. I mean, hey, it's shaping up to be a great day. The Oilers in action tonight taking on a Minnesota Wild team who is from by all, from all accounts, from by all accounts as well, struggling, like limping into this one. So we'll see what happens tonight when the Oilers take on the Minnesota Wild. Bill Guerin, Minnesota Wild general manager, will join us at 2.20 on the Jason Greger Show. We'll also have Cam Tate's two-minute warning, Lorianne Munzer, Matt Verderan from Sports Illustrated, one of the best guys to talk a little NFL with, will be by at 4 o'clock. It's Wanye Gretz, then Craig Button at 4.20. We've got five questions, Mark Spector, Alan Mitchell at 5.20. So basically, just consider it like pregame throughout the entirety of the afternoon. Of course, Alan Mitchell will be up in about 12 minutes here. He's got declinations. What will they be talking about today in declinations? Also, Big Mouth Sports is Steve Olansky and Tyler Yaramchuk of Oilers Nation Daily Faceoff. So it's going to be a good one on the station today. I said I was going to tell you about what's going on this weekend. It is Star Wars night down at the... Uh, Ice District, Rogers Place, tomorrow at 7. Oil Kings taking on the Medicine Hat Tigers. Those two teams actually meet tonight in Medicine Hat. So it's a back-to-back, home-and-home. And And Sports 1440 is presenting the entire night. So if you want to get tickets, make sure you head over to Ticketmaster or you can go to oilkings.ca. And we will be sitting in Section 122. So buy your tickets there. Uh, One lucky winner from our section is actually going to receive a private guided tour of the Oil Kings dressing room, as well as a tour of the Hall of Fame room at Rogers Place. I'll be down there. Gregor, Declan will be there. Uh, Brandon's a little too preoccupied with the the show. So he's going to be not in attendance, but he'll be at the next one. And uh, we're going to be taking some swag down there to give away. So like I said, Star Wars night presented by sports 1440 tomorrow seven o'clock down at rogers place get your tickets at oilkings.ca or Ticketmaster. and finally whew, i gotta tell you about the month of giving today as it rolls on and it's gonna be tough to match last week's month of giving pyramid because we raised sixteen thousand dollars last week 
But we're going to try to match that today as it is uh, the pyramid of money. So basically what we do, we have two people make donations of $1,000. Any business owners out there, we're looking at you. Also, four people donate $500, 10 people donate $200, and 15 people donate $100. And then all of a sudden, we have $7,500 raised for Adopt-A-Teen. That's a program put on by the Christmas Bureau for kids aged 13 to 17 because a lot of the charities kind of leave them out. And, you know, the toys go to the younger kids. But when you're 13 to 17, I mean, we've all been there. It can be a bit of an awkward time. And this just gives them an opportunity to either buy themselves a gift or sometimes they actually use that and they go out there and buy their you know little brother, little sister a gift or their parents or grandparents. So a really great charity. We've already got some people that want to donate. I say save that for two o'clock. Well, Gregor can make sure he gets the info and passes it along. My mom already told me to save her one of the $100 spots. So we'll do that at two o'clock. And like I said, if we can raise 7,500 for adopt a teen, that would be fantastic. You can text in your bid. You can not even a bid, a donation. You can call me one 1440 but we'll do that in about uh, two hours, 10 minutes. What I really like about the pyramid of giving on Fridays is that anybody can get involved with it, right? Because, uh, you know, if you are in a good enough position to uh, like the prize, uh, the the Glenwood um, membership that went yesterday, Connor, like that's obviously a lot of money to, and you're getting a lot for it. But uh, if someone's in that good of a position to, to support a good charity and get a, a great prize for the same time, that's awesome. But today, like even I'm uh, capable, you know, hundred bucks to, to pitch in on the bottom, uh, the bottom row of the pyramid. And then you get some of these uh, businesses or, or uh, fortunate individuals to go at the top end for the $1,000. So you can kind of get involved um, on a Friday, maybe more so than some of these other prizes that go for a little bit uh, a little bit more money, I guess, if that's fair enough to say. Yes, exactly. And it, cause that's one of the things that happens is we do these big packages, and a lot of people say, I'd love to help out, but I can't pay you know $6,000. So this is a chance for someone who might want to donate $100. They can do so. We'll get, it'll all get going at 2 o'clock. one 401 RBS says... They just won four straight before last night. How are they limping in? Come on, fellas. And as you mentioned, I mean, they were shut out last night, third game in four nights. I was referring to Michael Russo, uh, I would say their best beat writer, <laughs> just biased, saying that they are running on steam right now. could be yeah. tough for tomorrow. They're, so. they're running out of gas. It's uh, it's a tough road trip. And not even just like the third and four nights. We talked about it with Jesse Pierce during the carry show. Like Their schedule went from Calgary to Vancouver and then back-to-back on that with Edmonton, and then they'll go back to Seattle after this. So uh, schedule makers had it uh, out for Minnesota at this point of their uh, calendar. Um, And you know what, RBS? Fair enough. If it doesn't mean they're limping, well different opinions it's yeah. they're, they're in a tough spot like connor said they're uh, they're kind of running out of gas here pretty quickly so a big opportunity for the oilers i think that's probably the overarching point that we're, we're trying to make here they come in maybe fatigued but also playing good hockey although they just lost we'll see what happens either way the oilers are well rested the minnesota wild running on steam per michael russo one of the team's beat reporters we'll see how it goes i mean we've we've ran with that talk before and we've seen the oilers lose so uh, you got to go out there and play your game but i mean if they get contributions from mcleod and fogel like we've seen lately and then leon dry picks his game up zach hyman continues to do his type of things and mcdavid just you know is himself hey they should find a way to get it done stewart skinner's been very good as of late as well russ chimes in six two oilers 
It might be one of those games, if you're the Minnesota Wild, if you go down early, like if the Oilers have a start, and I'm not saying two goals in the first minute, but, you know, if they can get out of the first period with a two-goal lead, maybe the Minnesota Wild kind of are just like, ah, scheduled loss, let's move on. You know, we'll see, though. Uh, we just got a text here, or a message from our good friend Declan sharing a post. This is pretty wild to me. Pelicans have repeatedly stressed Zion Williamson that his diet and conditioning need to improve, but the former number one overall pick doesn't listen. Is it enough to avoid his Supermax deal? We'll see. They got their lunch handed to them last night by LeBron and the Lakers. LeBron wants that in-season title. This is a this is a very tangent as we wrap up uh, here. Why is New Orleans in the Western Conference? I don't know. <laughs> like that, I, I get it's because of just like the the West is obviously much more spread out, and we see it in hockey too. Uh, a lot of teams in the West um, even are in the Central uh, borderline Eastern time zone, but like New Orleans, that that doesn't make any sense. That is they that's the Southeast Conference of the college football you're right and they play in the western conference in the nba i mean call me crazy i'm just i i think that we could probably like there was like detroit kind of was bouncing around between the eastern and western conference in their history if there is one move i would like to see i think kansas city's more east than west so the chiefs could go to the AFC East. We'll take, I don't know, the Jets in the AFC West. Do you, do you think the NFL should do some realignment? I mean, you could very easily have the Rams, Chargers, Niners, Raiders in a division. It'd be easy. Who would the Seahawks play? Uh, cards, Broncos, Chiefs. Okay. There you go. I'm just looking at the map right now. Man, playing in the East would be a big, lot easier. Big map guy. Big map. Rally. <laughs> I love maps. Well, thank you guys for tuning in today. To Fantasy Frenzy. Always appreciate it. one 401 is the text line. Send LT and Declan a note. Say hello. We will talk to you guys on Monday with more Fantasy Frenzy. Have a great weekend. And come on down to the Ice District for uh, Star Wars Night tomorrow. Let's get to an update with Brandon Douglas. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhawkBeefJerky.com.